organization that I represent, which is Our Voice, Our Schools, was named in a lawsuit by a former principal of a Denver public school who is suing the charter school where she formerly worked and Denver public schools itself, alleging she was improperly fired because of her, and I want you to listen to this carefully, her race. This happened after community activists objected to how she handled a fight earlier in that school year. This sounds like another case of discrimination, right? Well, hold on to your tissue here. Christina Riley, the woman who was filing this lawsuit, is... And drum roll, please. She's white. That's right. Riley is suing the school district because she claims that she was fired because she is white. Riley contends that she was suspended only after Hasira Ashemu, yours truly, a community activist with Our Voice, Our Schools, shared a video of the fight on social media. She said Ashemu referred to her and other white administrators as, quote, colonizers, end quote. Ashemu said that the community objection wasn't to Riley's race, but because she didn't report the incident until the video became public and encouraged the parents to file complaints against each other's children. Ashamu went on to say that there is a lack of empathy and understanding that is systemic inside of Denver Public Schools that is endemic among white teachers, staff, and administrators. Now, All of this hoopla with the schools, along with some other experiences that I've recently had inside of coalition with liberal white women, plus the understanding of the role of white women historically, have really given me some room as of late for pause and has made me question the true social programming of white women and the immense difficulty that they are having in overriding their programming to the detriment of the greater community. In this first of our three-part series, aptly named Caucasity, we here at Rage Podcast will explore the historical social programming of white women and then analyze and consider the modern-day impacts on black, brown, and First Nation indigenous family. You are now tuned in to Rage with me, your host, H-Soul. Let's get this work. Sometimes we don't trust This shit is for us And we bomb on sight, on sight We must draw Host of my emotion is your call Liquor in my system Leading off our first episode is an interview with Syra Rao Syra, a first-generation East Indian here in America Ran for Congress in an unsuccessful bid However, In the process, she shook up the Colorado Democratic white power structure when she challenged the incumbent Diane DeGette. Syrah would find out in the most difficult of ways the deep challenges of being in proximity to liberal white women once you have triggered their fragility. Check out this dope interview with Syrah as she explains her journey in caucasity and her analysis of whether or not intersectionality with white women is 
is a worthwhile cause or is it all just a boo-hoo Becky moment away from disintegrating into fragile white tear chaos? You are tuned in to Rage with me, your host, H. Soul. Let's get this work. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! It's about to go back. The reason my sort of analysis resonates is because I had, I didn't even have proximity. I mean, I was in the thick of white central, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I know them. I'm an expert on white women. And that's number one. And number two, the reason I get such blowback from white women is because I am an expert and they know that I know them. And I'm saying things about them that only somebody who has lived among them for decades and has been studying them for decades would know. And um, it's humiliating for them. And they feel like they are caught with their pants down in public. Um, You talk about your, um, your, your awakening. And so can you, can you give a little context and provide our listeners with what that process of awakening was and where it leave, where you are now in that process? Absolutely. Sure. So look, I'm a first generation um, Indian American. And just by way of a little background, the Indian diaspora happened in this country. The reason we're here is because of British genocide in my, in my own country in India. So white supremacy destroyed India. And um, we came here after the Immigration Act of 1965, my parents did. So we left India because of white supremacy, and, you know, we're here because of it. And um, we, the Immigration Act of 1965 was passed because of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So we have black people to thank uh, for being here. And instead of thanking black people, what South Asians do is shit on black people and exhibit really toxic, violent, um, anti-black racism. And that's all part of the ecosystem that's been put in place by white people. So your proximity to whiteness uh, gains you access and status and power and all that kind of stuff, right? And so if, if they make a, a, quote, model minority, which is what they made for us, uh, we can be used to keep down black people, which is what we've historically done. But in my mind, the racist were the um, the Nazis and the KKK. And by the way, there's plenty of KKK in Virginia, especially in the 70s and 80s. Um, I was led to believe that Democrats and liberals were not racist. And I was also, you know, really encouraged slash forced by my family because they're just trying to survive as immigrants to assimilate, to assimilate to what? To white culture, not to black culture. So I took that... Um, I took that command fairly seriously, and what did I do? I made myself as white as I possibly could. I was wearing Laura Ashley dresses, pearl necklaces, <laughs> lace collars. I mean, I was, like a, I was like a caricature of a white person. So then I set out for the next year trying to educate, and we all know that you can't educate white people out of their um, white supremacy. They have to do their own. Um, I sent, you know, I sent articles. I met for coffees. I met for drinks. I met for dinners. Um, and I started writing my own articles and I would send those too. And it was still crickets, 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 crickets. And then slowly, um, you know, people started saying that, um, I was crazy and, um, I was blowing up my life and what the hell is wrong with me. And, um, that's when I knew, I mean, now I, we have, I have 
tons of language around this now, right? But uh, at the time, I didn't. And um, that was it. That was my awakening, knowing that if the people who love me the most, and they, they did, um, it, you know, personal people have this notion that personal relationships are going to save us. I can tell you that that's not the case. Personal relationships will not save us, you know? Like, white mothers have brown and black children, and even those personal relationships will not save us. So that's how I um, woke up, and it has been a painful as fuck process. Uh, But I will say this, you know, two, almost three years in, I guess now, 2016, yeah, um, I'm on the other side, and it's kind of um, amazing on the other side. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not filled with rage towards any of them. I see them from time to time, and I feel fine because none of it's personal. And and by the way, they're you know the attacks that I get from my people, it's not personal; it's institutional. And so too, I don't hold them um, responsible personally. It's institutional. They've been born and raised. You know, even before they were born, they were they they were given the script. And the difference is. Um, I, too, was given a script, and I read from that script for 42 years, and I'm the one who changed the script, and um, they just don't know how, well, they do know how to respond. They respond in the same way that they were taught, which is to gaslight and tell me I'm nuts and I'm crazy and I'm blowing up my life and I'm angry and I'm divisive, all the same shit, you know? You are now listening to The Rage Podcast with your host, H. Soul. Here come the drums. Yes, yes, yes. And there we have it. The first episode of our three-part series called Caucasity is in the Record Books. That was dope. I want to thank our guest, the indomitable Syra Rao, for coming on and breaking down her perspective and analysis on this topic. We'll be dropping the second episode soon, so make sure that you're tuned in. Also, make sure that you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, And yes, the Grams. And until next time, always remember, we must love and protect one another. This is H-Soul bringing you the rage. And until next time, out. Get trusted. Get trusted.